It's incredibly difficult to hit that 100% mark on being prepared. I don't think anyone can say that, but man, if you've got the mindset and you're just buying extra food and you're getting your, you're 10 steps ahead of everybody else. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. Normally, I'm joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in life, Glenn Tate. He's not here today. Um, as you know, it's kind of the holiday season. <clears throat> it is the Thanksgiving season. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's the coughing season, too, as well. Pardon me. Um, he is visiting family, which is very important to do over the holiday season. So I'm going to be talking you to talking to you today about... Thankfulness. Thankfulness is a prepper. And what does that mean? And wanted to share with you the things we're deeply thankful for as we reflect on this last year and look forward to who knows what kind of crazy is in the year to come. But normally right here is where Glenn picks the superlative of the week. So I picked it and I like it. So I picked it. It is extraordinary. Want to um, give a big shout out to one of our extraordinary sponsors, Paul Burke. He's an Idaho realtor who um, specializes in helping first responders, preppers relocate and find really good solid properties in Idaho. You can find him at firstresponserealty.com, powered by Fathom Realty. But as always, all the coupon codes are listed on our friends and affiliates page of our website, which is prepping2-0.com. Don't forget, go to prepping2-0.com, click on friends and affiliates, and you'll find Paul there and his handsome face. And just want to point out, too, awesome coupon codes over there. So it's a great idea to check out some of those Um affiliates and friends over there because you can use those coupon codes on top of a lot of some of their holiday deals that they have going on so i encourage you to do that also cool thing that's going on we have merch i know about you where you live but it's been doggone cold in the last few weeks um unseasonably super cold here in western montana some days we have not gone over 20 degrees and uh, it's been a little chilly um we've been wearing our uh i miss america hoodies and enjoying them extraordinarily and encourage you to check out our kind of um, revamps uh, cleaned up uh, shopping page over at prepping2-0.com you will find some really cool restocked hoodies you will also find some really cool hats the I Miss America hat with this special flex fit um, uh, fit going to it that so many of us like so much so encourage you to check that out so, um, VBS is this week. Um, I'm not sure now that I think about it, cause it's been a few days and a big meal happened since the last VBS that Glenn did this last Friday on his KHNC show, but I encourage you to check out, um, our Patreon page. If you're not already a Patreon, this is one of the great reasons to be one. We do extra little, um, video bonus shows and I am working on one right now that I've been working on quite a bit and it's starting to make me a little bit grouchy um, we did a really great unboxing and review of a new a water treatment system and I just need that to render so I'm getting that put together that'll be coming soon um, I encourage you to check that out so um, but let's get into it um, wanted to introduce this topic here we have has preppers a lot on our plate already. And we need to stop for a moment every now and then and think about what we're thankful for and what's happened in the past, learn from it, and and prepare for the future. So I will say this. There's some things that I do want to talk about here, and I hit on them a little bit in last week's after show. Why am I talking about certain things in the after show? Because the FCC and... Um, uh, spying eyes are not, our spying ears are not listening and looking for ways to deplatform us over here at Prepping 2.0. So I'm going to talk about the cool things, things that you um, know a lot about, and um, and uh, intersperse and sprinkle in some of the cool comments that our Patreons also piped in saying that they are thankful for this last year. What I think is a really overarching 
wonderful message. Nobody is saying things. I'm thankful that I have my truck. I'm thankful that I have my generator. I'm thankful that I have my greenhouse. No, people are putting their thoughts out there. Things that they're thankful for are the intangibles, the things that God blesses us with that you can't put a price on or um, purchase at a store, which I think is wonderful. So let me just um, hit off one topic I think we're all aware of. Glenn and I have been very keenly aware that it is November of 2022 and that November of 2021, um, we saw a miracle and we're very thankful for it. That's do a recap. I also did a show, we did a show on this about mid-December of 2021. So if you want an archive episode of the week, encourage you to go back and listen to that show. We give all God all the glory for the miracle he did. So let's remind us what happened last year. And for those of you who are new, on October 31st, Halloween, I'll never forget because it was on Halloween. It was a Sunday last year. Um, we, we in our family, me, Glenn, and my son all got hit with COVID. And Glenn in particular was just, had just finished a month or two before his last treatment of chemotherapy and was in the hospital to reverse his ostomy bag, which is where he was in the hospital, which is where he tested positive. They sent him home with very little, um, instruction or help. And a few days later, he was taken by ambulance to, back to the hospital because his oxygen level was at 50%. He ends up um, in ICU. They call me in on October 31st. And Glenn wants to go on a ventilator. The doctors are telling me he should go on a ventilator. And it was, and I talk about this in that last episode, it was um, a spiritual battle for Glenn's soul in that conversation. I will never forget that hospital room conversation with those two doctors who had already convinced, gaslit, uh, manipulated uh, all the things to Glenn. And he's on drugs. He can't make a, a sound decision. He's on. He's incredibly uncomfortable. He can't breathe very well. He's not gotten much sleep. And the, these two doctors were... Um, I think capitalizing on his weakened state. And I'm trying to tell Glenn, you can stick this out. And he said goodbye to me and he went on a ventilator. So um, wanting to just give that recap. So that was on October 31st. <clears throat> oh my gosh, I have to look at the calendar. It was a week later on Sunday and then that Monday. So it was like eight days later, whatever that date is. I want to say October 8th, November 8th or 9th, something like that was that Monday. Um, I had been checking in with the hospital every day that week, that whole week, and every day he got a little better. And two numbers in particular got progressively better. And I remember recording a show that Saturday, kind of giving all of you the recap of what we've just been through. So that was one thing that I recorded at the time. Many of you remember on October 30th is when it really started. I did live feeds once or twice a day, and I started on October 30th begging for prayers put it out there to the whole world. Please, far and wide, pray for Glenn Tate because I don't know what else to do at this point because they've taken him away. I can't go see him. No one can make decisions for him. You know, if you've been, been around or been near, I hope not, someone who has been taken into the hospital with COVID, it's a very, you, there's nothing. I don't care what the hospital policy says. Me giving input to his care is not allowed. We've all heard the stories. So I, I begged the world on Facebook live feed for prayer. And boy, did y'all respond. And so, and I could see it that whole week. Every time I would check in every morning in my weekend state, because I was recovering from COVID. And you can hear it in my voice in those shows a year ago. Um, every day, the numbers, two numbers in particular, that were getting better and better, approaching what number we needed them to be to take him off the ventilator. They made an attempt the following Sunday didn't quite make it, but they were still hopeful, and I was too. The numbers are where they need to be. We just need to hit a good time when when Glenn can come off and, and be stable. What had happened was they attempted it, and he showed distress, and the doctor, very wise, it was a different doctor at this point, said to me, I didn't want to take him off the ventilator, only to put him back on. I don't think that was, and I said, no, 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 that's very painful. I, I'm good, thank you. So we'll try again another day. So Monday, uh, I get a call in the middle of the day from the doctor um, giving me a check-in. No, I called her. I, I can never remember this. I called her. She called me. It was my lunch hour. Yeah, he's off the ventilator. He's, he's, it's really unusual. He's like, he's, 
He's breathing room air. Most people, when they come off a ventilator, they need oxygen support. He's doing great. And she's just kind of a new doctor. They switch every week. I just kind of, yeah, matter of fact, and she's just kind of with a slight lift in her voice, you know, this is this is cool kind of thing. And uh, that's when I knew a miracle had happened for him to come off a ventilator and be breathing room air comfortably. I knew a miracle had happened. So that whole time that was going on, I, you know, in my mind, when you're in a, a state of mind like that, you're wondering you live in two worlds, and I don't know how else to describe it unless someone's been there. I know this, the number, the, the fact, the fact of the matter is at this time during that week, I know the fact is Glenn most likely will not come home. I will most likely be a widow. I will most likely need to plan for his burial. I will most likely need to figure out how prepping 2.0 continues. And I'll talk about that here in a moment. I need to talk about, I need to think about, um, you know, I need to, we, at the time we were living in a rental house, getting ready to move into our, our purchase house. I'm like, I got to think about how that's going to happen. And for the most part, the the future that we had, I knew this, the future that Glenn and I had planned, I was planning to execute because he would have wanted that. But on the other hand, I was planning to execute it without him because that's what the facts said to do. Then on the other hand, there's the side of me that's like, I know because y'all told me and you still tell me to this day, all the people, all the, the, the incredibly huge universe that responded to the call for prayer and prayed. Glenn, think, Glenn at first thought it was, yeah, it was a few hundred people. And then the more he, we've talked to people over the last year, which we are thankful for, because many of you have reached out and said, people people we don't even know. When when we went to the Panhandle Preparedness Expo this last year, when we went when we had patrons to our house, complete strangers coming up to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was praying for you. I remember that time. Yeah. My church. We were You were on our prayer chain. Yeah. You were, we were. And it's thousands, tens of thousands of people across the world were praying for Glenn Tate. And I joke about it. I think God had no choice but to get him off the ventilator and keep him with us a while longer. And I think we would all agree the world is not ready to be without him. So um, I want to just stop there for a moment and talk for just a moment about our extraordinary sponsors. We have a we have amazing sponsors and we very much appreciate them. I appreciate them for the support they've given us and myself during that time during COVID and all the new ones that have come this year. We, we really appreciate them. Katie Armour, Katie stands for Come and Take It Armour. Uh, Backwards Home Magazine. I love them. They have a great, their latest episode is about how to find a good homestead. Good stuff there. Numana Foods, Minutemen Coffee, and EMP Shield. Great folks over there. They have figured out how to protect your home from an EMP or a CME. You can find all of these great, extraordinary folks on our website at prepping2-0.com at Friends and Affiliates. So let me go back, though, and talk about another thing that I'm thankful of as we come out of um, last year. And I'm going to, I'm not going to talk about COVID this whole time. Trust me. Um, want to talk about um, the, our health effects at the time. At the time I was, I, I was hit hard by COVID. It knocked me out. It was the, it was, you feel bad, awful bad for about a week and everything tasted like metal. And for about two weeks, and um, that, and I had that fatigue, like I talk about it. I think I've talked about it a couple of different places where and I talked about it in the live feed videos that I did that week to just walk across a parking lot. It feels like the blood just drained out of your body. You're so fatigued to walk through the building that I work. Just to, I had to stop and lean on walls to get up in the morning. I would get up get dressed, take a, take, sit down and take a break. I would get up, get breakfast, sit down, take a break. That fatigue nailed me for a good month, I would say. And that's all. Uh, my sense of taste came back pretty quickly. I did have the, um, what they call the phantom smells for a long time. Very common. What does that mean? You're smelling something that you know isn't there. How do I know this? I am in a very strict smoke-free environment and I smell cigarette smoke. And trust me, the people, there's no cigarette slit. No one is, 
It was weird that every now and then, even now, I get one of those like once in a blue moon. But at that time, I would say December, January, February, through about summer, they were pretty prevalent. It was weird. Um, Joel did really well with it, as is what we know is the case. Um, he just kind of felt sick for a week and went to school and stuff. The only reason why he didn't go to school for a few days is because he had tested positive and the school was following, following protocols. He just kind of had a nasty cold, which is very typical of what actual science told us is that kids just kind of ride it out like they do a nasty cold. So um, I, how do I wrap this up? I'm very thankful for our health. Very thankful for all of you who prayed for us, who prayed with us, who um, we don't even know you and, and you put us on all the prayer chains on all the things on all you just, it was, it was heartwarming and it lifted us up lifted us up and I cannot express to you how incredibly thankful I am for that. So here's the other thing. And, um, yeah, gosh, we have like, it's, it's fun, funny how you just start talking about something and it's like, wow, there goes 30 minutes. Um, the other thing I want to be thankful for as a prepper is God's provision. You all know about the big move that we made in 2021, and we had just finished that move when all of the health things that I just discussed happened. But God's provision through that, when we sit back and look back at what happened and what we, excuse me, what we did, it's insane. We picked up and moved away from a, a place that was fairly comfortable for us and sent in the sense of we loved our house, loved our homestead that we had put a lot of work and time and effort and blood, sweat and tears into and we moved to a place where we effectively did not have any jobs. And the one thing we had going for us, though, thank you, Lord. This is another thankfulness. We were using COBRA insurance because I, because of my job I got laid off from because thank you, COVID. Um, and we had signed up for COBRA. Thank goodness. While that costs a lot of money every month, it pales in comparison to how much it would have cost to, us out of pocket to pay for Glenn's health care, not only his cancer care, but his COVID care. Praise God for that. Um, and when we got here, when we arrived here in Western Montana, I immediately found a job, which was wonderful and uh, worked out really well. Um, and I'm still doing that. And uh, uh, Glenn's law practice, we put a lot of um, upfront I would say a medium amount actually of upfront costs of setting up his law practice. We didn't know how that was going to go. You know, where we come from, there's lawyers everywhere and and it costs, you know, you have to have a really swanky looking office and it's got to look awesome. And, and, you know, you're putting on your best face. And um, we found a very modest office for him and he started reaching out to people. And I'll tell you what, his law practice has taken off. I cannot stress enough. His law practice right now is that is at a place where we thought it would be in two or three years. And we're only one year in. Keeping in mind, for the first couple months that it was set up, there wasn't a lot going on because he was in the hospital and recovering. So we're very, very, very thankful for that. Um, Speaking of another thing that we're thankful of, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Freedom in our move. What does that mean? And we've alluded to this. We've talked about it a little bit. And it's and it's even more important to us now as we see kind of that what's happening post-COVID, the kind of the after action of COVID. We have freedom in our health and health care where we decided to move to. I don't have to have a COVID test to go to the dentist. I don't have to have a COVID test to go, you know, to, I don't know, to go get a procedure done. Um, I had a, I talked about this, I think a few months ago, I had a, I had a, my first colonoscopy back in this summer, didn't have to have a COVID test for it. There are a lot of other blue states out there that are still requiring COVID tests to get a basic procedure done like that. I'm glad we don't have to do that. <clears throat> Here in, in Montana, the governor has made it very clear there will be no masks or vax mandates. They are, they are, uh, they were never here. The masks were here for a short time here in Western Montana or Montana in general compared to other states, but those are gone. There were never vax mandates. There was definitely pressure. The commercials are still out there to get boosted and all of that. 
But uh, yeah, none of that. I'm very thankful for that. Very thankful for the freedoms that we have here. Here's another big one for me personally. Joel's ability to attend school and play sports freely. His high school where he once went still has um, some bouncing back and forth of closing, closing, hybrid, um, going virtual one day not because of uh, counts of positive tests in the county. Um, uh, there's still a lot of people there that wear masks. And for him to have played sports, not just this year, this year's a senior year, but last year, his junior year, he would have had to get a vaccine. Um, folks, uh, he has um, a health thing that he's at high risk. It's the heart, the myocarditis that young athletes are getting right now from having the vax. He would have, that would have almost certainly been a guarantee that that would have happened to him. And I did not did not want that vax given to him. I told him strenuously, if you are ever in the nurse's office, if you are ever at the doctor's office for some reason and they come at you with a needle, you stand up and you run. And he, he and I, he didn't have to have that in Western Washington that was required to play sports. Um, the, um, also too, kids were, I'm not kidding you, there were kids on the football field with masks on. It was ridiculous. The other thing that we're very, very thankful for is um, the freedom in firearms. So many states right now, um, Oregon is one of them, California for sure. Washington, I know Oregon just passed one. Washington, I believe, just passed one. More firearms bans, that, um, not firearms, but magazine capacity bans. Don't have that. Don't have that. Um, as many of you, many of you are like us in that those sort of bans will make you in an instant uh uh, <laughs> criminal. Um, it will make you, um, oh, it, you know, it changes your entire perspective on what you have in your, um, in your gun cabinet. So it's, we don't have that here. We have freedom here. And, um, the magazine bands that are going to start passing left and right are going to, are going to, in blue states in particular, are going to, it's just, a, it's less freedom. So we're, the overcompassing message with that is we're so thankful for our freedom. We're so thankful that we took a big, huge chance and a huge chance, like I just explained a moment ago, the whole idea of um, picking up and moving without having jobs, you know, all right, we're going to go to this place and we're going to, you know, let's, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. That does how, you know, dreams don't pay bills. So God has been very good with that. And um, I only have like a minute left here, but um, what I, I'm going to start talking about it and then we'll pick it up after the break here is um, God has placed us in a place of blessing. And um, I want to talk about that and expand that out. And I, I, you've heard it in the voices of our guests over this last year who have made such a move and who have experienced hardship in their move and in their in their choice of, of really taking on a prep, prepping lifestyle and, and making a move. And, um, and then there's blessing in that. And you, and they're so intangible. What, you know, what is this thing called freedom in other states? And when you're, when you've been in a blue state for so long and you kind of just get used to being smushed and smashed down, and then you go have freedom, you realize that you were a victim of like Stockholm syndrome and you're very thankful that you are now free. So we'll talk about that more on the other side of the break. We have so much more to talk about folks. Don't go away. More prepping 2.0 with authors, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up Hear All our previous shows free online at prepping 2-0.com. Without water, you're done in three days. Pro One Water Filters. It's literally a matter of life and wet. Pro One G 2.0 all-in-one gravity systems are NSF ANSI 42 component certified. Not everybody can say that. No need for additional add-on filters to reduce fluoride. Pro One stainless gravity systems include a stainless steel spigot and a countertop stand for no additional cost. Pro One Water Filter Gravity Systems. Check them out at ProOneUSA.com. That's P-R-O-O-N-E-U. USA.com. In a tactical situation, your AR is your life. 
Gibbs Arms makes a sweet feature, the only side charger that can use a standard bolt carrier group with no modification. Gibbs makes them in 9mm, 5.56, and 308. In fact, Gibbs Arms has been granted eight patents for unique innovations. The company started back in 2008 when two Boeing engineers realized no one else made what they wanted. Take a look at their website and see all the ways Gibbs Arms can help you mod your AR. Gibbs with a Z, arms.com. That's G-I-B-B-Z-A-R-M-S.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times, the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Thanks for rejoining us. We're just getting started with our discussion of being thankful as a prepper over the past year and looking forward. We're going to talk about that too. Going forward, what do we need to be looking forward to? Well, we have a new sponsor, Gibbs Arms, G-I-B-B-Z Arms for reels, as Glenn would say if he were here. They have a very specialized side charger drop-in, just the coolest thing. I encourage you to go check them out. They have a YouTube channel. You can find them. They are just newly listed as a friends and affiliate on our website, prepping2-0.com. Click on friends and affiliates. You'll find Gibbs there. And we've been doing a giveaway every week. They sent us a extraordinary box of their swag. So we're giving away five generous swag packages. And we had a winner last week. The winner this week is JS. JS, I sent you an email. I just need your shirt size and your Addy. And we'll get that off to you. And we'll be doing this again next week. Keep the emails coming, folks. I've gotten them. And so um, send them to shelbygallagher321 at gmail.com. And I will do another winner next week. The archive episode of the week. I encourage you to look back on the episode from last December. He had just come back from being on the ventilator. He had had a few weeks of recovery. And we talk about God's provision for getting us through that crazy nightmare. And so you can hear it in his voice. He's got that kind of that uh, COVID cough. 
you know, raspy voice. He also had a tube down his throat for a week. So I'm encouraged to listen to that, our archive episode of the week, because it pairs very well with this week's episode. So let's pick back up here. I was talking about how God put us in a place of blessing. So you all remember, we looked at a lot of different places and a lot of people ask us, what made you choose Montana? We chose Montana for a lot of different reasons. Um, we wanted to stay in the Pacific Northwest because we have family ties here. We wanted to get in a red state. At the time, at the end of 2020, Idaho had no inventory of properties to buy. Wyoming was a little too remote in that finding jobs would be difficult. Like everything in Wyoming is fairly rural and it's a little far away. Like you have to go through some Rocky Mountain regions and things like that to get to family. We wanted someplace that was rural, but was somewhat close to a city for healthcare reasons. Glenn has just, at the time, um, we didn't know it, but once we decided to move and then he was diagnosed with cancer, we realized we actually do need to stay near a city so that he can have follow-up care. And he put us in a wonderful place. Western Montana has been such a place of blessing. The journey was rough. Oh, don't get me wrong. He was going through chemotherapy at the time that I was either loading a truck, moving a truck, or unloading a truck, or driving a truck back, and lather, rinse, repeating that. That whole summer of summer 2021, I was moving us. And we get here, and we kind of land here, and then we go through the Rona. And we've really enjoyed this holiday season so far. We've only been through Thanksgiving because we've been able to like look up and enjoy the beauty around us. Enjoy the friends that we've made, the very meaningful friends that we've made this last year, realizing that God has put us in a place where Glenn has a very unique niche for his business. I have a very unique niche for what I do. And he has blessed us with that. And one of the things that we came away with after the whole sickness last year is we need to be thankful for what we have and what we've been given. And when God gives us things, we need to share it with others. That is called good stewardship. And during the time of Glenn's illness at church, we were going through a really good, and I've mentioned this before, really good series on stewardship. It was awesome. And I know that sounds weird. How does stewardship pair with a move? Well, God gave us a beautiful place to live. He gave us a beautiful, just place to share with others, go hiking, go fishing, go hunting. We want to share that. God doesn't give us things so that we can just squirrel them away. There's several parables on how that's a bad thing to do. So we decided, this is another one of our blessings from last year. We decided, let's just see what happens. Let's put together some fun events. And part of the comedy that came out of Glenn's COVID, the first time that I did a live feed from the hospital, he was so high on painkillers and medications. He's like, we're gonna have a party. And he planned a party in the middle of winter in the middle of the mountains of Montana. And we changed that. We did a party last summer in July. It was the Picnic Palooza in Missoula and it was totally fun. And I'm gonna put it out there. If that's something that you're interested in doing again this summer, let me know. Send me an email, shelbygallagher321 at gmail.com. We put a lot of time and effort and expense into that, and it wasn't quite as well attended as we thought, although it was well attended. So if we want to do it again this year, 2023, I'm happy to do it again. We're not going to do it at that location. It was gorgeous because it cost us money. I do have another location in mind that would be free and beautiful and I would accomplish the same thing, but I don't want to do it if only a few people are coming. You know what I mean? So email me if you're like, no, if you do that in July-ish, I'll be there. It'll be Western Montana. The one event that we did plan, and we will always do this. Oh my gosh, we will always do this because it was amazing. I, and it's one of those intangibles. We had our Patreon event at our home over Labor Day weekend. And I would say there's about 50 people there. It was insanely awesome. It was the Woodstock of the prepping movement. And what did we do? What did Glenn and I do? Well, we opened up our home. We put out a lot of toilet paper in our bathrooms. And we let people camp on our property. You know, people brought stuff. You know, they brought tents. They brought campers. And it was wonderful. And we bought a bunch of hammers. That's what we did. But those people who came, 
those Patreons, and I know they're listening right now, you guys came and you know what I'm talking about. We all were like, that was awesome. Okay, ask me what was awesome about it. I don't know. It was awesome. The conversations, the instant relationships. As soon as people walked up, I as soon as people drove up, walked up, I tried to greet every one of them. I'd run out, welcome them. Hey, everyone, this is so-and-so. And then just let the conversations flow. People kind of came and went. A couple of people stayed at nearby Airbnbs. A couple of people stayed in a hotel. We took a tour of our property showing some of the projects that we've been doing that we've been talking about over on Patreon. And it's just awesome. I don't know how else to say it. It was it was just awesome. Some people brought their kids and the little kids just played for hours. It was just awesome. It was a blessing. And I'm thankful for that. And what I'm thankful for coming up this next year is we're going to do that again, Patreons. So if there is a reason to become a Patreon, we're calling it the Prepping 2.0 Family Reunion. Patreon Family Reunion is awesome. So I encourage you to think about those things that we as preppers need to be thankful for. There are so many things to be thankful for. So all of those things that I've talked about are intangibles. But I also want to talk about the tangibles. I am so thankful. Glenn and I have talked about this. As we look at our prepping situation now, after having moved it and basically gotten it in a door and the door shut, it's certainly not organized like I want it to be, but it's not awful. I'm so thankful that we have a store of food, a store of supplies, a store of equipment and tools, and have a mindset towards how can we use those when we need them. I want to say that as an encouragement, if you're listening to this going, oh, she's saying it's too late. So I can't do it. She's thankful for what she already has. Nope, you can still do it, folks. And I've talked about it in multiple different ways. Buy extra cans of food when you're at Costco. Buy extra cans of something. Prepare yourself a one-month, three-month, six-month food supply. And from there on, you need to start thinking about how to grow your own food. This is nothing extraordinary. See, there's that word again. This is good prepping. And the world realized it. And I'm thankful for that. During COVID and all the lockdowns and the bare shelves, the world got a clue and started gardening. The world got a clue and started raising their own meat. The world got a clue. And now you can talk about those things with people. And it's not, oh, you have chickens? That's so weird. No, it's not. It sure, it sure isn't anymore, is it? So encourage you to think about that if you're new to this channel and you're new to the show and you're just trying to get your head wrapped around it. Here's what's interesting. I did a show recently. I was on another podcast called Around the Hay Bale. And it's, I have to think about three or four people that are from all over the country. And we did a Zoom meeting sort of podcast. And many of these people are new. They're homesteaders and they're new to homesteading, which is great. And they're just now getting their heads wrapped around prepping. So I don't care how you come at it, but if you're thinking about prepping or if you're new to it, don't worry. Just start. Buy extra food. Put it away. Shelf-stable food. We're not buying, you know, taquitos or anything like that. But encourage you to think about that for one of your goals for 2023. If you haven't started prepping, your goal is now to prep in some meaningful way, making it so that if there's some sort of craziness where there's a food supply, not just delay or food chain delay, but a break, like suddenly the trucks aren't rolling. Folks, I'll say this. I think it's going to happen. Why do I think it's going to happen? Because of what's happening in the fuel industry. When we have government policies set to get rid of diesel fuel, we're not talking just regular fuel, diesel fuel. That's a supply chain break. 99 point, I'm, this is, I'm making this up, an incredibly huge amount. The food that you pick up off the shelf to get to that shelf, it needed diesel at some point in its travels. So if diesel goes away, you're going to be real glad you had those that that food supply on your shelf, folks. And that's where the policies are headed right now. Um, so I encourage you to think about that if you haven't. So that make that a goal, 2023. Every time I go to the store, I'm going to buy an extra $10 worth of groceries. Now, does that $10 buy you as much as it did a couple of years ago? No, but it buys you something. 
and it's only going to get worse. So take advantage of that now. Take advantage of learning how to garden this spring, wherever you live. Make that a goal. Take Figure out how to garden so that you can take your dollars out of that food supply chain um, unstable condition and put it into your own food supply. I've started to do that here in Western Montana. I'm still getting used to a whole different climate. Uh, Western Montana, I'm sorry, Western Washington might have a freeze once or twice in a year, like get below 30 once or twice. I, I, I have, today's the first day above 30 in two weeks here in Western Montana. You can't grow things like you can in Western uh, Washington. So think about that. Think about, this is a good time to think about it too, because especially if you're in a cold climate like here, February, March is where you start putting seeds into little pots and putting them in warm windows so that they start growing so that when the frost is over in May, you've got a plant ready to put into the ground. So especially if you're in a cold climate, now's the time to start planting that and start learning it. So I encourage you to do that. So um, one other thing that I wanted to, let me just look at my list here, talk about is um, one of the plans, I, I like sharing goals um, for the new year. And then I want to talk and about some of the wonderful things our Patreon shared that they are thankful for. Goals for us for next year. This is something I haven't talked about a whole lot. And this is why um, some of you are like, gosh, Shelby, you're awfully quiet these days. Yeah, I'm... Um, Hey, preppers, I'm working on a master's degree. That has been a blessing. Started a master's degree last summer with the whole idea of being done by this summer of 2023. And I'm on track to do that. So every day I go to work and every day I come home and I'm in front of a computer for several hours. I'm excited about that. Um, there's been a few hiccups along the way. There could still be some more hiccups, but the trajectory is to be done by next summer. It was This is one of those things where I wanted to do this. I've wanted to do this for so long, but because of my first marriage, but because of circumstances, because of, um, honestly, and, and I'm, I'm just going to say, loss of a dream. It was a dream to always, it was a dream since I was college age to get my master's degree. And because... Um, because of life circumstances, it was it was it was thrown away. I mean, it was never. I I realized about when I was thirty years old, it isn't going to happen. It isn't going to happen. And it's it's a discussion that Glenn and I had, where I was like, I really want to do this. Can I? Is it okay if I do this? He goes, Certainly, absolutely, do it. And especially if you can do it that fast, do it. And it's one of those things, folks. I'm doing it. One, hopefully it'll increase my pay by quite a bit, which will be nice, but it will also, um, it's one of those things, if I don't do it, I will regret it. And this is like the last hurrah. At my age, it's, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't wait any, don't waste any more time. So I'm excited about that for 2023. I'm excited for um, now that we're settled into our home and now that we've seen all the seasons to do all the good prepping things. So some of those prepping things are... As many of you know, we got the greenhouse up, we got the outdoor fenced garden up, get that outdoor garden humming, and it is gated and fenced, which it needs to be. Otherwise, if you put a garden outside in Western Montana, it is simply a salad bar for the deer and all the critters. Up and running um, our chickens. Our chickens are doing really well right now, which I was a little nervous about because of how cold it was. Um, honestly, a couple weeks ago when we first got that first deep freeze, had some chickens with some frostbite. Um, not good. Um, frostbite is, can, you know, can injure them. What happens is, is the, the red fleshy part around their faces turns black from frostbite. And they'll heal from it, but other chickens will peck at it. And then you can have that the, the pecking and hurting each other problems. So chickens are doing really well. If we do really well at those this year, we might be looking at some meat birds. In the future, we're looking at um, putting in some uh, composting um, t uh, stations. Like, look it up on YouTube. There's some really good ideas on how to make really good composting um bins out of pallets. I want to do a three-part system on that. That's going to be a fun project next summer, which will not require anything but a screwdriver and a hammer. I'm excited. Um, prepping things, those are our goals. But we're also looking forward to, Glenn and I, and I have a few more minutes here. I got to keep track of my time here before I go into our Patreon things. 
we are going through here at our church here in our little tiny cute little town i think our pastor uh, well i know I, I, if you're led to be a pastor or a, you know a leader of a church you know the extra responsibilities that comes with that been doing this amazing series on the end times and that's where everyone goes oh no tinfoil hat check me out i'm done um folks there's the prepping side of this life that is the, you know, the beans, the meats, the, the firearms, the generators, the water supply. And then there's that prepping for what God has got planned for the end of this universe. And it's, you need to be prepared. I encourage you to go and read the book of Revelation. Read the book of Daniel and how it relates to the book of Revelation. Read 1 Thessalonians and how it relates to the book of Revelation. If you, if the thought of doing that is daunting, I encourage you to try this. Glenn and I have been doing this as we get ready to do this really good like upcoming secondary series at our church. There's a really awesome uh, ministry out there called Verse by Verse Ministries. And they basically do a verse-by-verse -verse discussion of a Bible chapter, a Bible book, book of the Bible. Um, the one that um, Glenn and I stumbled on is on the book of Revelation. So just look up verse-by-verse -verse ministries, and it's in podcast form, um, Revelation. Um, and especially when I listen to the, the very first chapter when the the gentleman his name Stephen something lays out this is how we're this is how we are going to interpret um, scripture we are not going to impose our views we are going to look for definitions within the scripture if we don't know what it is we're not meant to know what it is God will define what we need to know when we need to know it and so it's it is what's called inductive Bible study where you're just reading the verse and you're not pulling anything. Or, or extracting or laying on anything extra. We started listening to that. I encourage you to listen to that. Here's what's bittersweet about listening to that series from Verse by Verse Ministries. The gentleman who does that, he's the founder of Verse by Verse Ministries. Um, he finished that series, I want to say, the spring, May of 2020, and he died of COVID the following January. What a legacy to leave the entire verse by verse, walk through, talk through what is going on in the Bible of the book of Revelation and as it ties into Daniel, which it does. Amazing legacy to leave. And may God bless that man for um, his ministry of doing that. So we are looking forward to, Glenn and I, what God has in plan for us as we look to the potential end times, the potential end. It could it be tomorrow? Could it be next year? Could it be in a, for 10 years? I don't know. It could it be in 100 years. We don't know. But God has also told us that we need to be prepared for you don't know when it's going to happen when those days come. So we're looking forward to it. And I appreciate it's so weird when I sit in church and I listen to this. And I'm like, this is the this, this same message for how we need to be prepared and conduct ourselves with a sense of urgency and and um, 360 degree view and being wise and smart and don't be deceived. All of those things spiritually apply to our temporal life as a prepper. The two tie in. Now, I'm saying that, recognizing that many of you may not be Christians and, and that's fine. Um, so uh, no offense to you. I get that. But if that's something you're interested, reach out to me. I'll talk to you about it. And um, just know that there's a really amazing symmetry. No, not symmetry. Synchronicity between the two. One, one of them prepares you for the other and vice versa. And I'm just struck every Sunday after church, I want to come home and I want to do a podcast about it, or I want to do a, a VBS about it. And I can't because that's not the point of prepping 2.0. And I get that, but I just wanted to share that with you. So um, we have a couple more minutes as I, we continue our message of thankfulness here. And I put out a message to our Patreons 
and um, ask them what they're thankful for. And uh, I, I said to them, I may not be able to share all of them, but I'll share a few with you. And then we'll take it into the after show for you, those of you who are Patreons. If you're wondering, how in the world do you become a Patreon? Super easy. Go to prepping2-0.com. Look on the right-hand column. There's um, a... a a little logo for that that's for Patreon. It's like a stick with a dot next to it. It's it's very, you know, modern. So uh, go check that out. So uh, right off the bat, uh, one of our first patrons, within a few moments after I made that uh, post, which is I, I put that post up the evening of Thanksgiving as we're all, you know, watching the end of the football game, where the Vikings beat the beat, uh uh, the Patriots, which I'm so, I was so happy about. Anyway, so uh, Vern says, faith, family, and friends. Amen, brother. That is, that is it right there. So a uh, gentleman named Carlos, I believe Carlos was at our gathering in, uh, in, um, September. It was so nice to meet him. If it's the same Carlos, um, he says, I am thankful that I'm not blind and oblivious to the, um, storm that is looming over our beloved country. I am nowhere near as prepared as I want to be, but praise God, I won't be caught flat-footed. Amen. Amen. That's what I was just talking about. There, it's it's incredibly difficult to hit that 100% mark on being prepared. I don't think anyone can say that, but man, if you've got the mindset and you're just buying extra food and you're getting your, you're 10 steps ahead of everybody else. It's awesome. And for that, can I say this? Can I actually say this? For that, I can be thankful to COVID for. COVID got a good section of our general population prepared. And that is a good thing, folks. That is a good thing. So um, Elizabeth says, and this is very sweet. And and I just want to say thank you to Elizabeth because she's being very sweet. She says, I am thankful for Glenn and Shelby. I started prepping in 2019, and by doing so, I went from potential victim to self-sufficiency. The abundance I have stored away and the skills I have acquired are awesome. But secondary to the change in mindset, I don't need to be dependent on anyone but God. Thanks for the nudge. Isn't that awesome? Elizabeth, you just made my day. That is so sweet, and that is so heartfelt, and I hope that story resonates with some of you. So many of us kind of became preppers in 2019 and 2020 in particular, especially with all the COVID nonsense, so I love it. Love it, love it. Clock Tower says, I always have to read it a little bit first to make sure I need to, if I need to um, edit. <laughs> Clock Tower says, I am thankful God has given us the wisdom to see what is coming to bring us together and allow us to be a light to others in the dark days ahead. Amen. So Clock Tower, see how, what Clock Tower says, how the spiritual and the, and the worldly are so, they're, they're parallel universes and they're really not. If you are not a Christian and that's fine. It seems like a parallel universe for those of us who are prepper, Christian preppers, the two go hand in hand. And and it's just been time and time again this last year. I'm like these two, God is preparing us Christian preppers for something. That's the bottom line. I know that. All right. I got to watch my time here. Whoops. Let's see where we're at here, kiddos. Looking, looking. Yep. I only have one more. Alan the Awful says... I am thankful that the ionosphere is finally improving HF radio comms, baby. <laughs> yes. Get your comms up, folks. Uh, Pam Radio, good place to start. So, folks, we're going to carry this into the after show. We're going to talk a little bit more about um, things Patreons are thankful for. We're going to talk a little bit about things um, that you can't talk about on regular radio without getting uh, deplatformed. So, as we know... We know this, folks. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Thank you to Benjamin Franklin for reminding us of that. Folks, have a great week. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.